Hey yo, what up y'all? We're back at it with another Kicks and Fits podcast episode. We've taken a little bit of a break and now we're back at it. So me and Caduce have been vibing to this uh, beat here from D-Lane Plugged In, as y'all should too. It's a nice one, I'm telling you. So Donda is officially out now. Yeah. What are your thoughts on it? Oh, I, I'm, I'm kind of liking it. It's uh, As a whole, it's all right. I think I'm very picky with the certain songs from it yeah. that are good, and uh, like its sound is very much uh, church inspired. Yeah, that, so, that's pretty much Kanye's work yeah. throughout the past years. You know, I I haven't listened to any of it yet. Um, I'm not a big fan. Of, I'm not a big fan of Kanye, but uh, we'll see. We'll see what uh, what this is about. Mm-hmm. And now knowing that the feud between Drake on the, yeah. their release dates yeah. uh, is quite interesting, but uh, petty at the same time, um, from going back and forth with each other, um, knowing that the, his release is coming out now this Friday, uh, what is your, what are you anticipating from this album? From it's it's going to be... I, I feel like Drake never misses you know, with, with his releases, so I feel like it's going to be a huge hit. But I got a question for you. Do you think that Drake... Did the release date on purpose after Donda release? Yes, I, I think so. Because there was a whole yeah. thing going on of, of who's going to release first. Because if, if Kanye releases first, you know, the hype is going to be on Donda. And then as soon as Drake releases Certified Lover Boy, the whole shit's going to be on Drake. And then the other way around. So they were kind of both playing around with release dates. But so do you think that Drake did that on purpose to release it after Donda? I think he did. And, and for that, uh, it actually does uh, build more anticipation for him. It does, yeah. More so, uh, even though that, you know, Kanye had a whole, like, tour on his own uh, much, for, yeah. beforehand, yeah. Um, this actually builds more anticipation, even though because it dated back for, like, how many months back yeah. that this was supposed to come out, right? Yeah, like he, he had announced that he... Nine he, months Yeah, ago, about nine basically. months, somewhere around there. Yeah. Couldn't because of an injury, you yeah. know, say around, about that. And, mm-hmm. and for that, I think... With his album, from what I'm hearing, it's possibly going to be a mix of both rap and R&B. Um, but um, I think he does well uh, with those type of albums where he has a mix. Um, yeah, so from, from the pictures, and a lot of people have been saying that it's that type of album where, um, like I'm talking about uh, Certified Lover Boy, where yeah. it's going to be like about heartbreaks and like you know that whole Drake vibes. You know what I mean? As we know it from you know Take Care and stuff like that. So. I'm definitely super excited to for that one, uh, more than I am uh, about Donda. So yeah, should be interesting. Definitely. All right, so now we're on episode six here of the Kicks and Fits podcast. We are gonna go into discussing about sneaker reselling. So with this, uh, let's give a breakdown on what sneaker reselling is. Well, technically, you know, that's basically the meaning is in the name. Uh, sneaker reselling is basically buying. A sneaker at retail and then selling it for profit yeah um so yeah that's literally what we sneaker reselling is the goal of it it really is to make more money out of it make yeah. profit um uh, and i think the thing about this is that it entices uh the consumers to come back to you because they will they know that you're going to have more yeah coming in they they know that you're more um interested into selling a lot more than a handful some mm-hmm. people can you know sell a handful or even less but majority of people who do this yeah they do like where they're getting bots 
or they are you know backdooring uh, whatever it may be but they have you know a good 10 plus pairs that they want to sell for resale mm -hmm. um, do you think this is uh, something that uh, is quite good to the culture of sneaker so it's kind of like a mixed feeling to me um, I'm leaning towards more of the bad side than the good side yeah in a way where it's just like kills the love of you know lining up for sneakers you know going online looking for drops and whatnot the whole the whole thing thing that goes into like sneaker buying i, I feel like it just takes that out of it yeah um so th that in that aspect of it, it it is bad but also in terms of you know if there's a shoe that you can't get by yourself you can you know if you're willing to pay more then you will be able to have those um limited edition sneakers so, um, and I think without resellers, um, people won't be able to get their hands on stuff like that. Yeah, you've um, got a good point there. So I feel like that's the good part of it, but I feel like but the bad outweighs the good, in my opinion. What are yeah. your thoughts on it? I, I'm with you on that, that the bad does uh, outweigh the good. Mm -hmm. The thing about that is, in this day and age now, the internet goes crazy yeah. for it. When you look back at what it was in the early to mid-2000s, mm -hmm. It was a good playing field yeah. for people to get their hands on. Definitely. Uh, I think because a lot of them were getting them in person. People do get it in person nowadays, yeah. but it's a lot harder. So for that, it just takes away its essence in the culture of you know getting them in person, being able to conversate face-to-face. -face. Uh, a lot of this is conversated online you know so for that i i'm not a really big fan of it i that's the thing like yeah. it's the whole thing about the sneaker culture is not just about having x amount of pairs or buying you know the most recent release or whatever it's just there's a whole process that goes into it like you said conversating with people at the shop people online mm -hmm. um it's just there's a whole experience to it and resell the reselling market technically cuts everything out Right. So I feel like it's just like, I don't know, man. That's kind of one of the reasons why I stopped buying shoes was because of the resellers. Um, it just takes took away the, the, the love I have for the, for the culture. Yes. Um, so, yeah. One thing I noticed is seeing a trend of different stores around the world. Uh, not all of them are doing this, but yeah. some are where they're expecting you to wear the shoes once you purchase it mm -hmm. when you're in store. Mm -hmm. um, and that's a great idea to do that. I feel like that's by doing that they're basically avoiding competitions yes from themselves you know what I mean yep because <laughs> yep. I can easily go into like a the resale shop buy stuff for 800 bucks and then go home and sell it for a grand you know what I mean but yep. by them making you do that you can't resell it you know what you I mean can't. yeah it doesn't become dead stock exactly anymore. yeah 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 so and they probably know that people are going to record them mm -hmm. that brings them attention to their store yeah which is smart yeah it's low-key um, and it's a great way of you know keeping those people within the culture to keep their pairs yeah and not just sell it for profit so I'm with that on their uh, marketing strategy for that um, and uh, now with when it comes to the um, type of uh, pairs out there that are reselled do you think it becomes more to the high-end sneakers more so than it is to the you know generic you know um, you can pretty much resell anything at this point um obviously the high-end stuff is more sought after 
because the, the low end stuff you can probably get on your own if you kind of like look around. Yes. But most of the high stuff is is the ones that are people look for. But take white Air Force ones for example. Right. Right now they're sold out every single where. Yeah. You can't find them online. You can't find them all retailers for locker champs, and people are reselling them. Yeah. Literally for um, fifty, sixty dollars more than what they are. I know that doesn't sell much, but for what, what's retail for? Like one twenty. One twenty is yeah. Retail so it's like you know what I mean. If you if you're getting, people are selling these for two hundred dollars. So I say eight dollars per shoe. Yeah. You know what I mean. If you sell ten pairs, you know that's like eight hundred bucks. You know yeah. what I mean. So it's like it adds up. It does add up. For so sure. I feel like the high end stuff is more. It has more impact, but you can pretty much resell anything. Yeah. What do you think? What's in your, in your opinion? I tend to see more of the high-end pairs mm-hmm. get uh, uh, resold. So for that, I find it that it's going to be a lot harder for these consumers paying resale prices. Yeah. Um, and if they do, then they're going to go close to being broke. Yeah. So you, you really want to don't want to end up in that position. Yeah. Um, but uh, people are going to choose uh, what they want, and uh, I think I think that these. Um, Resale values, a lot of them are skyrocketed. Like yeah. they don't justify the majority of those prices. Mm-hmm. But uh, I know some people gotta make their money it's worth and going out their way to get them. Uh, in most cases, it's a lot easier than others to get them. Yeah, hence, hence the bots. That's exactly. Yeah, like even though we, we we hate resellers or whatever the fact may be, um, I feel like in a way without resellers. Most of us won't even have the shoes that that we do today. You know yeah, what I mean, yeah, um, it is a business for them, so you know that's kind of how it works. Um, but I feel like they play an essential role in the whole um, sneaker culture. All right, let's give our take on when it comes to uh, resellers profiting for their business mm-hmm. compared to resellers uh, as for personal shoppers like ourselves. Uh, now, from the business standpoint of that, it can be people who do it from their home. Yeah. Or it can be people who do it out of a shop. Yeah. And we'll start off with that part. Yeah. What do you What do you think on that one? So when we look at, you know, the business side of it, uh, is when resellers. This is basically that's what they do. They buy like X amount of shoes. They sell it. Put invest the money back into other stuff. So that's literally what they do is just like resell stuff. Yeah. That's their business. That's what they do. They do it out of their home, out of their shop. Those are the type of people that a lot of people rely on um, to get their stuff from. Um, celebrities, you know, like, you know, like say, for example, Drake gets his stuff from Benjamin Kicks. Like a lot of people, you yes. know, stuff like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like, and then, and then you have personal reselling where uh, normal people like us, myself, yourself included, yeah. um, where we... Um, Stuff that we don't want anymore, stuff that we want to get rid of. Sell pairs from our collection. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. yeah. So that and then there's that part of um, reselling as well. Yeah. Um, do you think? Well, what's your take on it? The uh, business uh, uh, resellers. Yeah. Uh, will m- tend to have more in bulk. Mm-hmm. Um, and if they're not having in bulk, they'll have a wide variety of different one- types of shoes. Mm-hmm. Um, whether they're new or used. Yeah. And I think that a lot of them, like margin-wise for like the selling price, yeah, don't tend to uh, 
please a lot of people like when you look at it in comparison to what a retail so you have to think of it this way like a retail price is always set at a certain point mm -hmm. the resale price can always differ and vary um, on what they want to make profit in the end right yes. uh, so what I see from that is it's it's a, an okay thing but from the consumer side of view like it's it may not work out in your favor in most cases and more so to them uh, selling it um, but I mean if you're looking for a sought-after shoe go for it um, but if you're going for any like general release I would wait it out see that it gets back in stock um, yeah I'm gonna make an argument for you here it's like or what's your opinion on um, you know now we, we take a look at actual business resellers um, versus these like shops and you know different cities and whatever it is that are like community-based yes. um, what are your take on on those two like compared to like actual reselling business where people actually get like 200 pairs of Jordan one sell those buy another pair you know what I mean versus where these shops they they're they have kind of like almost like consignment shops in a way yeah um, mm -hmm. so what do you th what do you think of them the the selling point of consignment shops they're good in most cases mm -hmm. the selling point in uh, people who buy a hundred or however many pairs of the same shoe yeah it doesn't seem right to me like it like you're getting the same shoe of so many um, where so many others don't have the opportunity to get that type of shoe yeah at you know their expected like price point so how I'm gonna I'm usually gonna go for the consignment shop okay. uh, I personally would not want to give my shoe to a consignment shop in some cases okay. um, I know it will help them their store or their amount that they get for it but um, the amount that I'm gonna get for it may not be to what I expect yeah I'm, I'm, I'm glad you said that because yeah. I was actually gonna say um, I actually in a way opposite to you I prefer the people that are like buying the book selling to the people yeah because that is their business yeah I don't care how you make your money if you have a business congrats to you and big ups um, it is a business you know what I mean no matter how people may get pissed off or no matter how people get jealous and whatever the case may be you have you know everybody basically can do it yeah so props to them whereas people or places like consignment shops and whatnot Again, like support community and whatnot, but at the same time, just like exactly like you said, I wouldn't want to give my pair or sell my pair to these shops because um, there is this shop, which I'm not going to name in, in our hometown, where I recently took a pair, where a pair I bought from them maybe about in the space of, what, maybe two weeks? Mm -hmm. So I bought the pair, it was a size, it was a pair of um, Fire Force. Bought them for about 425 they were very nearly dead stock um maybe wear them twice and then two weeks there they were able to offer me 275 which I, is a, you know what i mean a big, a big difference that's in, what i'm saying so i understand they were maybe worn once or twice that's okay yeah you know i'm not expecting to get my 100 percent of what i paid for mm -hmm. but at the same time it's like you're community based like you're trying to get your name out there you know what i mean so it's yeah. kind of like harsh to 
I don't know, man. It's just like there's it, this happened so many times before in the past where I've sold like pairs like Bread Elevens, like Gamma Elevens, a whole bunch of like nice pairs for like maybe even like hundred bucks less than what they were worth. You know what I mean for each pair. Yeah. But it's this instance itself. You know what I mean? They're not looking out for you. Not, no, they're yeah. not. Yeah. So I, I'm kind of, I have a mixed feeling when it comes to these these places that are like um, individually operated. Um, yeah, I don't know, man. Mixed feelings about that. Mm -hmm. And I actually remember that instance, right? Because I was with you when you bought it. When we bought the pair, But yeah, I wasn't exactly. with you when you returned it. No, literally, yeah. it was like worn once. Like, the bottom was dirty. Obviously, we did it for our shoot, I remember. Yes. Um, and then I wore them once for, like, a job interview at Foot Locker. Like, that's literally it. Yeah. They're, um, they were so clean. Right? You know what I mean? You can just, like, literally clean the bottom, and then you have, like, a very only dead stock pair. Yeah. For that, to go from 425 to 275 that's like what 175 dollar difference i don't know if my math is wrong or not yeah that's a pretty absurd you know what uh, i mean and i'll bet you they're gonna no. clean that shoes and sell it for four four hundred dollars minimum again yeah so i that don't sit right with me i don't know man no it wouldn't with me either if that happened to me uh knowing that i'm pretty happening. sure it it will sort of happen to you if you want to talk about the the story of your raging bulls yeah the um the thing with that is that like it's hard to find uh, sellers for a shoe like this. Yeah. Now I'm I'm kind of uh, complicating like or like th contemplating thinking on like holding on to this shoe for a little while mm -hmm. as an investment, mm -hmm. seeing what it's going to be like a year two from now. Yeah. Um, if it's going to be sought after, because you never know if that Raging Bull Five will be released, re-released again. I don't think like they will down the road. It, but you yeah. never know. Yeah, that's the point. That that's it. Yeah. So, I feel like I want to hold on to these for a little while. Mm -hmm. um, I definitely won't be wearing them anymore, but uh, we'll just have to see how it goes. That's what I'm saying. But the yeah. point is, it's just they weren't even. You know what I mean? If they were me to make you an offer probably like dirt cheap you know what yeah I mean? for what the shoe is worth resell yeah. i know they're i know they're in the business of making money themselves but at the same time you are not you are not one of these reseller businesses like i understand you got to make your money but you have at the same time you have to be fair in a way yes um so that the other person is not getting ripped off as well yeah um, most definitely so that's my take on it yeah i hear you on that all right, so now we want to hear from you guys what you guys think on sneaker reselling. When it comes to the uh, wide scale of reselling or the small scale, uh, what is your take on that? Do you like it? Do you not? Do you have mixed feelings about it? Uh, let us know. Uh, reach us out on our social media, uh, Kicks and Fits uh, YWG on Instagram. Our, uh, and our personal accounts are tagged inside there on the post. So come reach out to us, let us know. Uh, we want to hear from you. Now, before we go, I just want to quickly um, ask your opinion on on bots and how they operate and whatnot. If you want to quickly... For sure. Um, let's, let's talk about that. Do you want to explain to them how bots work and what they are, basically? So bots are like a proxy um, type of uh, program that people use in order to bypass... Uh, like websites into getting into the checkout, getting mm -hmm. to secure pairs. Yeah. Um, 
this probably can also be used towards clothing as well. Pretty much. Yeah. Tends to be more focused on sneakers yeah. uh, or anything. Mostly like sneakers and like electronics and stuff like yes. that. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and, and people uh, will do this to uh, secure a number amount of uh, products at a time um, and then later down the road resell all those uh, for you know an increased price um, now I know correct me if I'm wrong you have to buy these bots right? yeah you have to pay so some sort of thing. it's like a subscription for this okay, right so, so it tends to be uh, monthly or annually uh, for this uh, so now, I understand not a lot of people have money for this, but do you think it's it's fair for people to, for the people that use the bot, do you think it's okay for them to use the bot since it's available for everybody to pay and it's just a matter of having the money for it or not? Yeah. Or do you think it's automatically frowned upon or... I, I frown upon it. Okay. But I know that people will do it and uh, I'm not going to hate on them or knock them for it. Yeah. Um, you, you know, uh, if it, can you imagine if this uh, subscription was free like it wouldn't make sense if the <laughs> yeah. subscription at exactly. first right yeah like you any it'd be widely uh, accessible for everyone which mm -hmm. it's odd because then it beats away competition mm -hmm. but it's hard to compete with something like that that's the problem with it because it's an instant grab you know to their cart and and then they purchase but what i'm trying to make like my point here is there is the people that are willing to pay the resale mm -hmm. and instead of paying that extra money that you're paying to buy the resale, why not just just get yourself a bot, a bot I mean? for it? Yeah, it's, I, if if that was me, I would definitely do that instead. You know what I mean? Right. But um, yeah, we just I just wanted to get your opinion on that real quick. Um, let us know what you guys think about that. If you guys think uh, bots are okay or not, or reselling the whole thing, and just your take on it in general. And um, yeah. All right, that's all all for us now. Thank you very much for tuning in. And we'd like to hear from you soon. Peace out, guys. Take care. Have a good one, guys.